Hello, Internet, and welcome to another kind of episode of the Untold Talks of Spider-Man. everyone we are back with another episode of the web of spider-man breakdown this time we're in issue three uh if you take a quick look you'll see the cover is the rhino so this is an interesting take not too unlike the electro issue that we just covered in that it's a quick look at the rhino again kind of in his own element this time we're in some war-torn country and the rhino's been hired to destroy a base so I, this this issue dances around it so let me uh build to it because like, that is the entire thing again this thing's only a few pages so we just open on the rhino destroying this military base and it, it looks amazing I, I should take the moment to point back i got ahead of myself the credits here fred van lente the writer nick dragata the artist and joe caramonga the letter for this story just simply entitled gauntlet origins rhino and man we're, we're just in it I, I, he, he's destroying stuff there's some just gorgeous stuff here and there's this little monologue of the rhino like at first it's like i feel bad for these schmucks they're caught you know between between the rock and hard place you know they're they're just stuck in this place but if they were smart they would have been born somewhere else like it, for a moment you're like oh the rhino almost has empathy and understands what he's doing is kind of wrong maybe he has a reason you realize no he's just he's just muscle and that's what this is building to so i mean there's tanks and there's all this and the rhino eventually makes his way back to the people who hired him and it's basically just a slow walk and on the way he's talking about how a big influence for him was this movie saw you know first you get the money then you get the power then you get the women i'm still working on the money part but you know he's talking to himself like you know this big mobster or whatever that's just not the case He's just this guy, and they show you a bit of the meeting that purposely keeps us blind to where he is or what exactly he's doing. There's so many words from the other characters that are cut out because they're too big for him or they don't make sense or he gets bored at certain parts. And it just paints this incredible picture of this guy who's thinking all this of himself and has been gifted this incredible power and he's just kind of a loose cannon you point in a direction and hope for the best which is what we see on this other end um where they get upset at him you know they're yelling at him you know you you leveled the rebel base it's like yeah and they're like we work for the rebels <laughs> you're supposed to destroy the dictator's base so 
They have this thing, and it turns out he had his map turned upside down, and the flags were similar. So he just wasn't paying attention and just got it turned around. To him, it's no big deal. They're freaking at him, and this and his employer basically just starts citing stupid jokes at him. Like, when I asked you to reassign on the release form, you put Pisces. You once told us to meet at the corner of walk and don't walk. Like, it just lays into him. This is the one part of the story that reads a little weird to me. A, this is a guy from another country, so it seems a little weird to be doing this. And I don't know. It, it just seems weird for this guy. I mean, I know he's upset, but to just be going into like schoolyard jabs at the rhino just was a little weird. But the rhino basically just clobbers the guy, throws him out. Then the rhino goes and does the job he was paid to do, with a big old smile on his face. Um, which is just so cool. I don't know, it's just, he's a villain. He's a straight villain, but we get this very clear picture of it. And I mean, you, you get this idea, like, what story can you tell with this kind of a character? And what's interesting is something that I want to impress upon you that I've tried impress impressing upon people in my life that they don't necessarily agree with. A lot of people I think believe you need a relatively smart character to tell smart stories. Otherwise, you know, it's stupid comedy or stupid setups. I don't believe that. I believe you can have incredibly unintelligent characters, but then have smart stories because it's all about the framing and the movement and what happens and the things that they say may not mean a lot to them, but you can look for the loaded terms and the, you know, the dialogue that might be juxtaposed. Sometimes their confusion has more intelligence in it than might be there. So, whereas short, this felt like that kind of a thing to me. This is a very smartly told story with a very dumb character. And it's just a fun dive into that kind of thing where we don't have to feel the reper the repercussions or consequences, which is normally the sort of thing I want to see, but in this case, it really plays to what we're dealing with, because the rhino doesn't care at all and he's going to leave anyways, and that's how it is. The second story is In Love and Marriage with Aunt May and J. Jonah Jameson Sr., written by J.M. DeMatteis. Val Semkes on pencils, Dan Green on inks, Andres Massa on colors, and Jared K. Fletcher lettering. And I don't know, this is a quick little fluff romance story, which is great. It's great to see Aunt May live a little, I guess. Um, th there's a bit in here because uh, they've been uh, cooped up in their hotel room in Hawaii and the maids think they're, you know, some young couple just starting out their lives together and what you'd expect on a honeymoon and so when jameson pops out you know they're left with shock on their faces that it's these old people um there's some i don't know geriatric jokes in here but by and large it's just a fun romp with them traveling there's a lot in here about aunt may almost feeling guilty about having so much fun but then kind of gets past it you know because she's had so much suffering in her life it's actually nice to see a quick little moment where she's enjoying it and finds herself okay enjoying it this is a good balance of aunt may because there's no way to work around it i think you know 
she's been de-aged and even here you know she's somewhat de-aged she's still very old here compared to other interpretations we've seen like i think she feels older here than like even in the jms run but she's never been older than when she was introduced in the Ditko run i i believe so it's uh it's interesting to see that character over time and so you have to play with that rubber band of time a little bit and there's not much here they go they see the sights they have their moments and it's well worth exploring it's just funny to think about how much time we really spend with and watch what happens with aunt may and how little it really seems to matter um to call to something that i'm going to assume a lot of people haven't read recently but um in the symbiote spider-man run that has various subtitles now i guess but is basically its own little mini run harkening back to peter david's run with spider-man there's a big rift between aunt may and peter at that time which they usually have moments but it's they're not talking to each other except for bigger moments during this period and it's kind of interesting to see that because it it enables Aunt May in a big way. It's a little nasty and it feels almost a little out of character, but that's only because she almost has no character most of the time. She's just kind of there for Peter and there to help and there to make him breakfast. I, it's really nice to see her out on her own and there's not a big plot point here, but there's a character moment in it of her moving past Nathan, moving past Ben, and just enjoying a brief little bit. And so, I don't know, it was just something to me that I realized, you know, I've read tons of pages with this character, but I hardly ever pay her a second thought. So hopefully you get a little out of this if you go read this story, but beyond that, you know, maybe we should all take a little more moments to recognize the most realistic character in these comics we're reading, Aunt May, and maybe pay it a little more mind. So rock on, and I'll hit you soon with issue four. Have a good one, guys.